Hi, and welcome to Therapy for Me in what is week four of lockdown living or the fourth week of our, our batch of in-between days. Um, it's been um, a, a, a weird week in that it's been a holiday week, um, in, you know, incorporating the, the, the Easter bank holiday, but feeling very unlike what a normal Easter break would uh, would feel like. Certainly no garden centre action, uh, which, to be honest, probably a little bit of a blessing. Um, so we'll get right in uh, after a little bit of the old guitar twang. <laughs> Bank holiday weekend uh, came and went, and it was really pleasant. Um, weather was really nice. Um, spent a large portion of it outside, if a little bit within uh, the footprint of the of the house and garden, but managed to spend a lot of it uh, outside. and And actually, it was it was warm to the point where I actually ended up um, getting a, a little bit of uh, a little bit of sunburn. Which anybody who knows me will know that I I burn quite easily uh, and sat um, in in the little bit of a sun trap in the in the back corner of the garden managed to get uh, kind of um, white sort of marks or, or, or the kind of the red the red mark on the arms and and also across the nose and the bit of bit of the face so uh, warm enough to do that uh, and and nice to just get out and, and spend a bit of time you know in that space the the, the consequence has been um, that I've I've tried uh, to to well I I started wearing shorts three or four days ago when the where the weather picked up and um, and I'm I'm trying to keep that thing going now so um, because there's no need to dress up and there's no need to you know uh, wear anything other than what's comfortable and now I've started wearing shorts that has the that has the um, effect of me also not wearing socks so I've been padding around the house in a pair of shorts and a t-shirt and and and, and not a great deal um you know else in terms of socks or, or any kind of footwear and just slipping um well I've got a pair of crocs but we'll leave that we'll leave that for another episode um and um so now I'm in that vibe that kind of postman vibe where I I want to keep keep going with the with the shorts as you know as long as possible so uh, the only downside's been that there was a little um, a little flash uh, of of cooler weather and then of course I spent the day um in shorts with literally shivering actually with kind of the, the whole goosebump leg thing going on simply because I'd made the decision now that the shorts had come out and I was going to I was going to stick with it now the um the one thing about going to the shorts and uh and and the no sock kind of look was that um as you'll know i i try and run i try and run um every other day um and one of the things um there's a couple of things that you learn when you start running frequently irrespective of your ability and the speed and what have you there's a couple of things that you that you um that you kind of work out very quickly one is don't go for a run if you haven't scheduled in some form of bowel movement because there is nothing worse than getting halfway through a run and there's something about the whole thing of running which means that if you're not prepared in that sense um if you've not prepared your 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 body then you will find yourself um very much feeling the need to 
you know, to, to use the bathroom as you, you go around. And, and um, obviously the, the whole Paula Radcliffe thing comes to mind, but it's a real thing. So one of the things when you're running, one thing is you, you must make sure that you, you are prepared so you wouldn't ne won't need any un unnecessary stops. Um, and the other thing is that it has a really bad effect on your toenails. Um, and and sort of cracked and black and marked toenails are a are a thing. So um, having had you know a long weekend of, of of walking around enjoying the weather um, and not wearing any socks, then I've been constantly looking at at, uh, at my toes, thinking, great, I've had I've had two black toenails for ages, and I've got I've got you know my big toes have got marks on, and the ones next door to them have got marks on, them. and 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 it's just it's it's fine. It is what it is. Um, and so I decided today that um, I'll, I'll have a little break from the norm and painted my toenails. Um, I, found a, I found a pot of nail um, polish. Uh, it was, uh, the colour is mulberry, which is like a deep burgundy. And I thought, you know what, rather than look at these toes, which are awful, I'll, I'll, I'll paint my toenails. Why not? I'm not going to see anybody. Um, you know, it, it, uh, it, might, it might brighten the place up a little bit. So I did that. It's quite a tricky task. If you've never done it, um, then it's not, it's not the thing. It's not as easy as you think it is. It, it, it takes a little bit of, uh, a little bit of messing about. But, but I'm now resplendent with, uh, with, with mulberry um, toenails. Um, and the only thing about that is that um, it's a shock when you forget. So if you've gone your entire life without having painted toenails, and then you have painted toenails, um, and then you suddenly forget you've got painted toenails, and you glance down when you you know just just slip off the sofa or slip out of bed or whatever it might be, then it, it, you you know you do have that moment where you let out a a, a slight little uh, anguish scream because you think this, that actually you're there's something quite wrong with your feet, but in reality, it is just mulberry nail polish. So, um, shorts, cold legs, uh, nail polish. Um, and I think if you're going to go for that, I think you've just got to own that. If you're going to, if you're going to do it, just just do it and just own it. And I'm, I must admit, I'm, I'm quite enjoying it at the moment. Tuesday. I need to shout out uh, and proclaim that Pete the electrician is a genius. Um, and I haven't spoken to Pete in years. Um, and he was a chap who came and helped, uh, helped with various things around the house. But when I actually um, built the garage that I built the garage, built the office I'm I'm uh, now sat in, which we, was a piece of stolen garage, uh, he came and did all the the, the wiring and, um, and and put the lights in. And he, at that time, LED, so we're going back about eight, nine years, and at that time, LED technology wasn't where it was now, and he recommended some LED lights, but the only way you could get really efficient LED lights at that point in time was to buy light fittings that were single-use. So these things had a lifespan of about sort of anything between, you know, eight and ten years, and you, when, when the light bulb went, then effectively you had to swap the fitting out. And um, I had my lights wired in three banks of two on the ceiling. So what it means is that I don't have all the lights on at the same time. And actually, I, I'm used to having um, two of the lights right above where my screen and my desk is. They, they are pretty much the, 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 the only light I, ne I need to work by. So the other, bank of, the other two banks of two don't go on as regularly. And the bank of two right at the back of the room hardly go on at all. So I thought, right, OK, one of the bulbs has gone. Uh, I can't. 
I could try and get a replacement single unit light, but the problem being I don't know if the bulb will match in terms of the light. So I didn't want to have kind of one white light and one natural light on thing, or it, it, it would, with my OCD, that would really irritate me. So I thought, right, well, what I'll do is then I'll, I'll take one of the lights from the back that's hardly had any use and I'll replace it with a light at the, the front. Um, and that way around, I'll have two working lights again because it's been, it has been irritating me that I've been working with, with, with less light than normal. So I've been putting this job off um, because it involves turning the power off and, and, you know, and actually disconnecting lights and re rewiring fittings. And whilst it's not a particularly difficult job in itself, it's just a faff of the job. Um, and I, I got up on, uh, on a little uh, kind of ladder today to, to have a poke around and just have a look to see what the job entails with you that I'd probably get around to doing it. And um, when I actually popped the light fitting out to have a quick look, it turns out that uh, Pete had wired them on little plugs. So effectively, you could unplug it like you un would unplug a lamp from the wall um, and it, it would come away and you could then take any of the other fittings and you could plug them in. So actually, what was a job that could have been you know, involving, as I say, power going off and, 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 and rewiring of, uh, of, of cabling actually turned out just to be a case of pulling uh, a light fitting, you know, a, a spotlight fitting away from the, the, the ceiling and just put, unplugging it and then swapping the two over. And it took, it took all told about five to ten minutes. So um, I didn't know Pete was a genius when he did that. And clearly when he fitted them, he knew that, that what this day would come and that probably they wouldn't all go at once and I might want to swap them or me even might replace, be able to source and replace with the same fitting. And I, as I say, I had no idea he'd done that. So I messaged him um, literally out of the blue just to tell him he was a genius. And, and we ended up having a, a, exchanging a little conversation uh, on text and, and he's doing really well and it was great to great to talk to him so it's just a shout out to Pete the electrician who is a genius thanks for that because I really wasn't looking forward to the job and actually it made my day um, a lot better and had a real positive effect on my mental health Wednesday today's um, thought is actually going to be very short and it comes from something that happened last night um, but it reminded me that I need to say this out loud because it's a real thing and I don't think I've told you so far. Uh, and this one absolutely goes out uh, to uh, Stewie Stevens if he's listening because um, he knows exactly uh, what I mean when I say this. But um, Ron Swanson is my hero. Um, and if you don't know who Ron Swanson is, then you haven't watched Parks and Recreation um, which was a comedy, an American comedy series sort of from 2013, 14, that sort of time, or maybe a bit later, it ran for about three or four years. Um, famous, um, well, famous because it's great. Um, and also uh, it was one of the first things that Chris Parks, who went on to do loads of other stuff, and, and, you know, Marvel and bits and pieces was in. Um, but... The, the, the joy of the programme, and the programme is hilarious, and if you've not if you're not engaged with Parks and Recreation, then it's on Amazon Prime, and, and, and it's it's worth the month's free Amazon Prime alone just to watch the seven series of Parks and Rec. Um, but you're introduced to, to this character, Ron Swanson, who just is the coolest person on the planet, and it's impossible for him not to be your hero when you've spent any time in the presence of the man that is... Ron Swanson. So for those of you who know um, 
Why am I talking about this? Right, sorry, we, we, we started watching it again. We came to the end of, of what we've been watching, Veep, uh, which is also a, a outstanding. Um, and we came to the end of watching Veep, and um, and I just happened to say, shall we start watching Parks and Rec again? Uh, and this will be the third viewing. This will be the third time of watching it through. And so we started watching a bit of Parks and, and, and Recreation again. Um, we 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 kind of have a comedy hour in the evening. We kind of you know once the kids are in bed, we we'll we'll sit and watch a couple of two or three episodes of, of something of something like comedy esque, and so it could be the thick of it, or it could be twenty twelve, or it could be you know W one A or whatever it is. But we we're back on Parks and Rec, and you only need that moment of seeing Ron on screen just the once, just to realise that he he you know he is he is the, the real deal. So go and check out uh, Ron Swanson uh, because Ron Swanson is my hero. Thursday. Today's been quite exciting because I've had some feedback uh, from a listener. Uh, I've had somebody who listens to the podcast regularly who's come and given me an idea for a section uh, for this week's uh, recording, uh, which is great because... I don't hear much from uh, anybody out there. Uh, I know I know people are listening, but I don't hear enough uh, much in the way of, of, of feedback. I've had a few nice reviews, which is which is really great, including from this person actually. Um, but it was nice to actually have somebody come um, and 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 proffer a suggestion, which was was fantastic. Now, the reason why I like the suggestion is because although it's not something I'd thought of, had I been in the situation that he'd been in. And I, had I thought about this at the time, then I probably would have made it a section on the podcast. So um, it's nice that the person in question, uh, and I'm going to give him a shout out, and that's uh, Ginger Gleds, uh, who's uh, an old, old friend, uh, lives fairly locally. Um, it's nice that he, he recognised this thing and came back and said, what do you think about this? Do you think this is something that would, would work um, on the podcast? Um, whilst at the same time mentioning how much he also agreed with the traffic light sequencing thing, which actually a few people have mentioned. I've said I've not got much feedback, but a few people have mentioned that, so that's clearly struck a nerve. So um, the thing that uh, that Gleds mentioned was, because um, he's out and about walking around Home Firth um, whilst he's got a bit more time on his hands and while he's not um, you know, making the commute over, I guess he's not making the commute over to work, um, and he's been out and about you know, walking in the hills above where he is, and and um, and had mentioned that there's a lot more people out walking on roads that don't have any footpaths. And what is a, is absolutely abundantly clear is that people, or a lot of people, haven't got a clue which side of the road to walk on when there isn't a footpath. Uh, now it's very simple: you walk um, down so that the oncoming traffic is facing you, um, and and it isn't that complicated. And it's one of the the, the first things I remember being told when I was. Not very high, you know. That that the, if there wasn't a footpath, you walked facing the oncoming traffic. So I didn't think it was a thing. I thought it was something that kind of everybody knew, but clearly not. Uh, and I must admit, having then thought about it, a lot of the time, just just near where we we live, there's a, a road where a lot of people walk, and it's a sort of half three quarters of a mile uh, road down. It's fairly narrow. It's on the way to the house. Loads of people walking down there, and often you have got people walking on both sides of the road. Um, bearing in mind there isn't really enough width for two cars anyway, um, walking in the same direction. So effectively, apart by the distance and the width of the road, walking exactly the same direction, both on, both on, you know, one on left, one on right. 
Um, and, and so when he mentioned it, I thought, do you know what? I actually could get quite ranty and wound up about that because actually I'd not realised how many times it happens and such a simple thing that I kind of thought most people would have would have got and yet they they don't but then i suppose if there are people that can't work out which way to drive down a motorway then theoretically speaking walking down a road probably isn't isn't any more or less complicated so if they can't do one i imagine they they can't do the other anyway so if you are listening and you're a bit confused by this then we'll make this a bit of a public service announcement which is you walk the way you walk facing the oncoming traffic that's the way that you that you walk so Please, please do that and, and bear that in mind. And and drivers will, you know, will be thankful for you being you being considerate. So, um, and obviously, as I say, this wasn't necessarily something I would have put in. It didn't come from me. Um, so thanks to thanks to Ginger Gleds for for raising it. And uh, as I say, not my idea, but um, my name's Anthony Shaw, and I approve this message. <laughs> Friday. So we found out last night that we've got another three weeks of uh, of in between days of lockdown to go, um, and so I think it's even more important that this section that finishes uh, the week off is uh, continues to be those snippets of the week that maybe wouldn't have happened, or things you found out, or things you've taken pleasure in that maybe wouldn't have happened had we not been going through what we're going through. So I'm going to rattle through um, five, I think, this week of things that I've just noticed that are all fairly fairly small, um, but but just wouldn't have happened um, without um, being where we are. The first one is that my eldest son has consistently been doing over 100 on Keepy Uppies this week. Um, and he spent a lot of time over the weekend um, practicing this. For, for ages, he he did what I to fair what I do, which is he tried to keep the ball up with just one foot. And now he's worked out that if he goes from foot to foot, um, it's far easier to get a higher number. And we've hit we've hit an all time record. I think it was 132, but I might be behind on that. But we've consistently been doing three or four um, sections of keepy uppies over over 100. And if you don't know what a keepy uppy is, it's just that thing where you get a football and you just stop it hitting the ground. So you just pass it from foot to foot, knee to knee, whatever. And 100 is a really good number. My record's about seven. So um, so that was a thing that wouldn't happen because he's worked really hard at that because he had a, a bit more time on his hands. Um, I probably wouldn't have suggested, had we not had pears that needed eating up, mixing pears with rhubarb for a crumble that we had. Um, over the course of last weekend or early part of this week uh, and it really 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 works so I can wholeheartedly recommend pear and rhubarb uh, crumble um, it just gives a lovely little sweetness and piquancy to the end uh, the aftertaste of the rhubarb um, and I'm not a huge rhubarb fan um, that which which actually is, is is almost a reason to be thrown out of this house actually, but I'm not an enormous rhubarb fan uh, fan, but uh, but that little bit of pear absolutely um, made all the difference. So um, pear and rhubarb in a crumble, yes, and without the pears that were sat in the fruit bowl, because obviously we're shopping once a week and we're buying things to keep going through the week and therefore not necessarily getting around to eating everything and we're trying to maximise what we can do to not waste anything, so therefore you maybe wouldn't have had the pear rhubarb thing but it really works so pear and rhubarb is a thing um another thing that um has happened i did my tax return 
I got my self-assessment form through, which needed doing, and I did it on the day that the HMRC sent me the um, sent me the the notification. Never would have happened. Never would have happened. Um, spurred on a little bit by the fact that the HMRC uh, owed me a little bit of money, so that's nice. It's nice when you get a little bit back because it doesn't happen very often. But yes, managed to get that sorted straight away. So very proud of myself I was when I did that. Very. Why did I say that like Yoda? Proud of myself I was. Um, so so that was a thing that wouldn't have happened with that extra bit of bit of time. Um, we probably wouldn't have found a way to finish the Guitar Show podcast. I think I mentioned this um, before, um, but I've been working with a friend to do a podcast, um, which is, um, um, he, he has a, uh, an amazing show called The Guitar Show, and we are doing a, a show called 9 through 42, which or 9 to 42, which is based on string gauges. It's a little bit of an in-joke for the for, for the guitaros. Um, but we finished and got this thing out and we've had some really nice feedback on it and some some really good initial listening figures. And that that's something that we made happen because we had to work out a way of getting, you know, the rough footage we had, the rough recordings that we had knocked into some kind of shape. And we made that happen. It's gone out and that's 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 worked very very well so again without having to make find a way of making something happen when we couldn't do it the way we wanted to do it we you know we might not have ended up with something that i'm really really proud of um and then the last thing really was um i've started reading again i haven't read for a few months um and it's easy when you stop reading not to to, to get out of the habit of reading and and I love reading and yet when I drop out of the habit it's you know I, I can find something else to do um and um there's a a book I've had on my shelf for probably 10 years probably longer and I know that it's been on uh, it's not actually it was like a, a, a mini books a mini book stand I'll, I'll put a picture of it on the Instagram account. There's a mini book stand that I've had for years, and it sits on the windowsill in the um, in the spare guest bedroom, and uh, and it sat there for years and years and years. And consequently, this book has got as as decolored in the sunshine. So you know it's been there a long time because there's there's it's very evident where where the pages have have changed color um, on the back of this this book stand, and. Um, a friend was round and happened to mention that it was one of her favourite books. And so I, I got it off the stand and said, right, OK, I will start to read this book at some point. And I've started reading it and I'm a couple of hundred pages in and it's absolutely fantastic. And I'm, I've got that, that reading buzz that you get where you have a book that you just want to keep going back to. And you, you are looking to find time in your day so that you can go and sit and immerse yourself in a, in a, you know, in a, piece, of, a piece of fiction. And that is a wonderful, uplifting feeling. And maybe in, you know, in a more structured, normal time, maybe that wouldn't have, have happened. But I've managed to find in these days that don't carry the same amount of structure, a bit of time to get back into that. And I'm so happy that I have. So um, it's great. The, the, the book's called The Shadow of the Wind. Um, and I can't pronounce the, 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 the guy's name very well, but it's Carlos Ruiz Zafon. And it's uh, Zafon, sounded very, 
affected and it's just it's just superb it's just a, a lovely fantastic thing to read it's and 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 and, to, and you know you you you're carried away on so five things there five quick things in literally in five minutes um that that maybe wouldn't have happened had we not been uh where we are at the moment and my world is is better for all of them um, so as we contemplate another three weeks of uh, of this, then actually I'm thinking more of the things that I might stumble upon or that might happen that are going to be positive than than anything else. Because you know what, I actually think it's the right decision. I think we need to. I think it would be very hard to try and do this again in in a month or six weeks time if we if if we make a mess of it and we lift you know restrictions too quickly and then we find ourselves having to do this again. I think it's far easier to do it to do it while we're while we're in the middle of it so um so so i I think it's the it's the right decision even though i am still a little bit skeptical about whether whether what we have is 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 right and if the right people are dealing with this for us on a national level but i think that is 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 a good shout so let's get used to it um i'd love to hear from you please please if you you just just drop me a line on twitter drop me a line on instagram it'd be great to to hear from you a short stories and in the meantime uh have a great have a great weekend and i'll talk to you all uh, next week if you've enjoyed therapy for me then please subscribe and share as you see fit this has been an a short stories production